0: My one thing is intentionally having a prayer and having God in my heart all the time. My one
1: thing is to wake up in the morning cheerful. My one thing is that I put up a scripture on the board and I recite it every morning. My one thing today is I'm going to focus on minding my own business. That one thing for 30 days um, might be to stay more positive, Um, I just recently found God.
2: What's your one thing? Hey, welcome to Intentional Living. Dr. Randy here, Facebook Live and National Radio and our podcast as well. Welcome to the show today here at our Intentional Living Center. Uh, You know, what you do next, that's going to determine what happens thereafter. What you do next will determine what happens after that in your life. Uh, So the power of doing the next thing makes a difference. Hey, listen, have you ever done the next thing, and you realize that was dumb, that was stupid, that was the wrong thing, and it set a series of events into motion that really in a negative way impacted your life, and you think to yourself, why didn't I think that through before I acted on it? We believe in the power of one thing around here to honor God. When I when I think of the the verse or the the passage that helps us focus on one thing is the Apostle Paul who said, forgetting all that stuff from behind, after he listed all the things, accomplishments, challenges, in his life, he said, this one thing I do, forgetting those things, I press toward the goal. There's power in doing the next right one thing in your life. So we're going to open the phone line. Stephen, you're ready to go. we got the phone lines open. Uh, and the real question here is, what is one thing that God's really impressed on your heart that you're focused on that's really important to you or going to be important to you and needs to be important to you? I know you got a thousand things. I do, too. I mean, we do more than one thing. But if one thing were to measure sort of the success of the next 30 days In your life, what would that one thing be? Give me a call. I'll tell you what, everybody who calls to get involved here uh, to talk to me on the air live, we're going to send to you, we're going to give you access so you can uh, get free of charge from Intentional Living, The One Thing Makes the Difference, 30-Day Closeness with Christ devotional, powerful, easy read, five minutes every day, get you focused, in God's word, give you a one thing challenge for the day. It's our gift, everybody who gets on the air or calls to get on the air here today. And we'll tell you how to do that when you call 888 1717 1717 is the number. 888 1717 to come and join us. Uh, Mike from Arizona, you're first. Uh, what's your one thing, my friend? Go right ahead, Mike.
3: Thanking God every day. You know, multiple times uh, just for, you know, being alive and um, enjoying today. Because, right, I mean, nobody's ever promised tomorrow and i think if we rejoice in the lord every day for just you know being able to enjoy where we're at <laughs> i think that's very important
2: so right now if you want to do that what's the one thing you're thankful for right this minute
3: i think just uh being alive in christ
2: mm. You know, our attitude makes a difference, uh, Mike. You know, the Scripture teaches whatever things are true and right and admirable, praiseworthy of good report. Think on these things and meditate on these things. Make them a part of your life. And uh, Paul's right on with Philippians 4.8. That, that's a, a powerful one thing for sure. Okay, Mike, thank you for your call, friend. Thank you. All right. hey. Thank you. And again, uh, you're welcome to join us here on the air live. We're back in the studio live here at AAA 1717 is the number. And I just want to say again, as I've said earlier in the week, thanks to the many of you who joined us uh, uh, last week and the week before with your prayers, your support, standing with us here at Intentional Living. It means an awful lot. And uh, thank you for doing that. And again, you're welcome to join me at 888 1717 We'll get to Terry in a moment, but we're talking about the power of one thing. One thing. You know, one thing done always will change your life. Because what happens is... One thing done once is a good idea. <laughs> I think I'll be nice to my wife today. That's a good idea. But, you know, being loving, supportive every day will change your life. One thing done always becomes a habit, and the habits of your life will change your life. They really will. Uh, doing one thing well is better than doing a lot of things average, I believe. The things that really matter, getting focused. All right, again, everybody joining me today, One Thing Makes a Difference devotional, our gift to you, we'll tell you. Uh, all you have to do is, uh, and we'll tell you how you can get that. We'll, we'll send it to you as our gift. Again, 888-888-1717 is the number. 888-888-1717. One thing I need to do before we get back to calls is uh, we need to be thinking about our friends in Florida today uh, with Hurricane um, Ian that is striking South uh, southwest of Florida, from about four Mi- Fort Myers up to Sarasota in the Tampa area. And we need to be praying for those families, for the health care workers, for the, re- the people who are in public service. Um, my wife, Dan, and I have three close relatives in the strike zone today in Florida. Um, we have a niece and a nephew and a brother-in-law. Um, Sarasota, Fort Myers, And then uh, my nephew, who's a police officer um, in uh, Tampa, St. Pete. And so he's probably right there helping out today. So we're thinking, praying for the families. I hope you'll join us. I know many of you have people affected not only in the strike zone of that hurricane, but across the whole state of Florida. Um, They're saying it's like the worst hitting the Gulf side ever. Pretty, pretty um, devastating. So uh, we are thinking of you all in Florida today. All right. Today we're talking about the power of one thing. AAA 1717 is the number. Uh, let's get to our calls here. Lupe is on the line in Michigan. Hi there. How you doing?
4: Oh, pretty good. Driving home from work.
2: Well, terrific. Uh, we're talking about one thing. What struck you to call? I mean, what is it that's uh, one thing in your life that's important?
4: I think just uh, being honest and faithful to my wife and God. Hmm. I have three things.
2: That's all right. You put it into a package, it works. Now, is that something that's on your mind every day or did it kind of strike you as you're driving home today, thinking about that and the priority for that?
4: I try to keep it, you know, on the top of my list every day.
2: Yeah. What is the being honest? You talk about being honest. What does that mean to you in your marriage?
4: To, you know, like tell her anything you know, like what comes up and going on you know at work, and you know if something comes up negative or positive, you know it's a lot easier to talk to her about it than you know holding it back and keeping it to myself,
2: well, you know what lupe you're you're in the minority, I think, in a lot of marriages where we've got men and women who do hold back, they don't share, they're not open. For lots of reasons, either either because their lifestyle is such they don't want their spouse to know or they're just so busy and private in their lives they don't draw their spouse in. Now, I mean, obviously we don't just blurt out everything that we're thinking going through every day. That would be an overload. But having that sense of honesty, I think that's a powerful one thing in our life. If we can learn to be humbly honest with our spouse, what we're feeling, what we're what's going on in our lives, um, can make a huge difference, can make a huge difference in our relationship. Uh, I'll I'll give you an example. Uh, my um, my wife, Donna, a couple days ago, she she fell, um, and she injured her her ankle, and we thought it was broken. It's not a serious sprain. Got, to, and uh, we got her to the hospital, and X-ray, and treatment, and all that kind of thing. But she's doing she's doing a lot better. But I was I really upset me, you know. And I told her last night about being honest. We're supposed to be tough, you know, and take and and I go what happens to me when something happens to Donna I go and hyperdrive get it fixed that that sense of I got to take care of it it's my responsibility and I get into hyperdrive and I told her last night I said you know Donna when when I when you called me and and she was clearly upset kind of in shock from this this painful injury I said that really upsets me I mean when you're hurting that hurts me and um you know, that was just a little glimpse of what I was feeling. And I think that's important to be able to share with your spouse how you're feeling, what's going on in your life, that sense of honesty. That's a powerful thing. All right. What's one thing you're working on, Lupe? Honesty and faithfulness. Thank you, my friend. Let me go to Wesley in Michigan. How you doing, my friend? Hi, friend. How you doing?
3: Good. Good. I am a long time listener first-time caller.
2: Well, thank you. And
3: uh, the one thing that I do as I see the day approaching, because I believe believers see with the way things are running today, our country's running, I make a daily effort or an hourly effort if I can come into contact with somebody to tell them about Christ and how to be saved. Mm. This is my
2: goal from now on, you know? Good for you. Now, is that something you have been doing or is this sort of a... You've well, been prompted to say, to hey, I've got to get timid, on with this. Little
3: timid. Uh, I used to be a little timid, but uh, I got to the point where I realized we have a Savior that died for us. Yeah. The least we can do is share the gospel with those that are lost. It's something that we're told in the Scripture,
2: right.
4: you
3: know, that we're to tell others about Christ. So at least their blood's off our hands when it comes to them standing before The uh, Great White Throne
2: Judgment. You know, it's a scary, scary prayer, Wesley. To say, "God, bring people or a person across my path today that I can tell or share with them what You've done in my life." And that's a scary prayer because you'll start stumbling over them. You'll see, you'll see people every every day in different places, different settings. Um, and literally stumble over them, that need to know Christ. And if God's called you to do that, even in the timidity, uh, go for it, my friend. I think of the Apostle Paul talking to young Timothy in Second uh, Timothy 1. He writes about it. He says, hey, Timothy, love you, man, but God's not giving you that spirit of timidity or fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And uh, those are that's a triad, three things that are powerful when it comes to living our lives intentionally. Dr. Randy here. This is Intentional Living Center. We're live today. Phone lines are open at 888-888-1717. By the way, what we're doing here, I I said, hey, team, we've got a really helpful, powerful 30-day devotional that we call One Thing Makes the Difference, 30 Days to Closeness with Christ that we've uh, written that includes scripture, just a story, an illustration, powerful point, and then I said, hey, make sure we get a today's one thing on every day, one thing that uh, we can think about. And uh, we can't send it to everybody, but I said, everybody who wants to be a part of this show, wants to call, wants to be a part of sharing their life, oh, we're happy to make it available to you. Our gift, we'll get it to you, we'll, or we'll tell you how you can you know, give it the address so we can send it to you uh, when you join us at 888 1717 Hey, let's do a a break, Joel, okay? We'll be back, take some more calls. What's one thing God's impressed on your heart that you're working on, need to work on, that you know that uh, would make a difference in your life? Give us a call, 888-888-1717.
4: This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. Have you ever felt like you're a slave to your emotions? How many times has something, a text, an email, an innocent word, hijacked your mood? you're experiencing what Dr. Randy Carlson calls a hijacking of your emotions. This doesn't affect only you, but your spouse, family, co-workers, the people you love the most. Dr. Randy can help you learn to take control of the emotions that are controlling you and the triggers that set you off. His book, Freedom From Hijacked Emotions, will teach you to be strong in the Lord and put a safety on those triggers. Freedom from Hijacked Emotions is our gift to you. Plus, you'll receive the Hijacked Emotions workbook and video series. Just support Intentional Living with a $30 monthly gift. The Hijacked Emotions book, video, and workbook will be yours. Make your gift today at theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com.
2: All right. Listen, again, uh, that's my latest book, Freedom from Hijacked Emotions, the workbook study guide that goes with it, and those videos, which are summaries of each of the chapters, a way of this share month, uh, uh, people calling to share with us. Thank you. We'll make sure to include you in as you join us as a new member or increasing your support. We need your help Um, very much. Just go to theintentionallife.com. Uh, That's the best way, easiest way, online, theintentionallife.com, and click on that donate. We're talking about one thing. Uh, Here's a fact. One thing done at the right time can change your life. But isn't it interesting that that same one thing done at the wrong time can damage your life? Timing is important. If you have an issue going on with your finances, for instance, One thing you do right now could make a difference a year, two, five years from now. But if you wait and do that same thing, it may not be the same then. That's true in your marriage. Something needs to be said. Something needs to be addressed right now. The timing is such that it's important, but waiting six months or a year, it might not. It might create damage in your relationship. See, there's power in knowing what is it that'll be most important in my life right now, the next right one thing, for instance, uh, in your marriage, uh, we were talking about honesty a little bit ago. Lupe, I think was talking about that. Uh, what if you were to make fewer promises, but to follow through with the ones that you make? Cause that one thing can build trust. That's better than making a lot of promises and not keeping hardly any of them, any of them, which is easy for some of us who love to make promises or we're pleasers, Right. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, I I struggle with that. And then when the actual reality shows up, it's not so easy. But again, it comes back to understanding the power of one thing. All right, let's get on the calls again. Ida is in New Mexico. Hi, Ida. How are you doing today?
3: I'm doing well. How are you?
2: Good. Good. Um, What's your one thing?
3: Well, I start my day appreciating my husband for one. Uh, He's just a motivator. He's very uh, supportive of everything that I do and, I really thank him for that because um, just having him in my life, I've been with—we've been married for 25 years. We've raised no children, and uh, he's always just been so faithful to God, and has really encouraged me in my block. Mm. So I just want to say thank you to him.
2: Now, how do you appreciate him every day? What one thing do you do to make that a reality? Mm-hmm.
3: One thing we do for each other, actually, is uh, something that I appreciate of him is that he always acknowledges me when I leave the house and when I, when I um, make sure he prays over me, he'll tell me, you know, be safe today. Mm. Uh, when I get home, he opens the gate for me and he just, you know, just everything about what he does for me, I acknowledge it every day because he's so faithful to me. It's good. in, in anything, I, I don't even have to, like, ask him and he's there. And, um, so anyways, I do appreciate that he's in my
2: life and mm. God, that God brought him into my life. Good for you. Hey, Aiden, I'll tell you what, when you do that, cause I'm a guy and I'll tell you how men are. If, if our, our wives appreciate us, speak appreciation into our life. That is like uh, gasoline in the tank. Isn't it Joel? I see you in there smiling, man. Um, the average guy, come on guys, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Our wives can either bring us up. Or bring us down, bring us up, bring us down. A look, a word, appreciation, lack of appreciation. Because we're little boys. That's who said that? Did you say that, Joel? <laughs> Did you say that we're little boys? No, and that wasn't me. That was somebody else. I think no, uh, because that's a reality. We 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 talk about the power of one thing. It's not the big big life changing things that we do that sometimes make the biggest impact in our lives. It's doing these one things in a continual way until they become a habit that glorifies God. Benefits, obviously, ourselves, maybe our relationships or our health or finance, whatever it is. And um, encouragement to those that we love. It's powerful. Talking about one thing. What about you? What's your one thing? Join us. 888, 888 1717 is the number. Carmen. Carmen in Michigan. How are you?
1: I'm good, thank you.
2: Good, go right ahead. What's your one thing?
1: My one thing is, um, the Lord's been pressing on my heart for a while now, is words of affirmation for my husband. That's his love language. It's so difficult for me because I grew up in a home where, you know, you just did what you were expected and that was it. You know, you don't get kudos for it or whatever. So it's a very difficult language for me. Um, but I know that the Lord is impressing it on my heart through my readings. Um, just through things that I've been watching and observing in my marriage. And um, and so I want to start doing that. And uh, it's hard.
2: Did you hear Ida just a moment ago?
1: Yes, I did. Yes, yes I did. I will find out because I said, well, you covered it already. But you know, it's. It, I've known this for some time, and I've attempted to do it, but it's such a foreign language to me. It really is. Mm-hmm. And, but I noticed the distance with my husband and I because I'm not. Yeah. I grew up in a very critical home. You know, like mm-hmm. just. You know, I, I think it in my mind when it goes something nice, I think it in my mind, but I don't voice it. Yep. So I'm going yep. to make a concerted effort to voice those things that pass through my mind to say, oh, that was nice, or, you know, thank you, or different things. Um,
2: well, how, how, about it, it. how about if you take on a challenge for the next 30 days to whatever's on your mind like that that's positive you mm-hmm. you do it, will you do that? Yeah. All right, I'll tell you, I'm going to put you on hold because you sound like you're in a hurricane there, driving probably. Uh, But Carmen, you're very honest in in reminding us that someone like Ida, Ida may come very natural. Some of us have the gift of encouragement, just part of who you are. It's the way you're wired. It's easy to share that appreciation, to see it be very verbal. But I dare say there's perhaps even more of us like Carmen who think it. Boy, I really appreciated my wife or my husband, but I ain't saying nothing you know, or I don't think of it. And we miss the moment of an opportunity to say something that's really on our heart that will help firm up and strengthen that relationship. And that's not only a marriage, this is with your kids as well. I'll tell you what, you want to raise the, the uh, encouragement level in your kids' lives, speak into their life, share how you're feeling, share what your observations are, encourage them. I don't mean to be phony. You know, kids can see through that when we're being phony um, but when we're being genuine and what we're feeling, what, what we're experiencing, it can be uh, transformational really can talk about the power of one thing today. Uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, Joel will be back. Got some more calls. You're welcome to join in, share your comments on our comment line afterward as well. 888 1717. You know, an aha moment. One of these moments of insight, awareness maybe through reading scripture or through the the power of the Holy Spirit, can often be preceded by an oh-no moment. One of those difficult, oh-no, how did that ever happen in my life? Uh, Self-awareness that maybe you didn't take care of something or didn't prepare adequately or underestimated something in your life, and all of a sudden it turned to an oh-no moment. So if you've had one of those moments in your life, don't take it as a point of defeat, but see it as an opportunity to say, aha, God, you're speaking to me. I'm now choosing through the power of your Holy Spirit to act in a new way, to think in a new way, and move in a new direction that will honor you. Mm. Aha moments are powerful. You ever had one, Joel? You have one of those aha moments, you just kind of, God reveals something. It's uh, either something you're reading or the Holy Spirit or you're Sometimes it's your spouse, or your kids, or somebody. How about you, Jennifer? You've had that too? Yeah, we, I think we all do. Sometimes we, we just kind of blow by them. And we don't stop and really pause to, to understand what that aha moment is saying to us and the power of that moment in our lives. And I think of that passage, uh, that little, the, not little, the big story back in the, uh, the, the Old Testament where Moses runs across the burning bush and God is in the bush and he's out there with his sheep tending the sheep doing his thing and all of a sudden here's a bush it says in scripture that was burning but did not get consumed it's kind of odd those of us who live in the desert we get these dry bush and when if a fire hits it it's boom and they just kind of explode and they're gone yet this bush is burning and it doesn't doesn't uh doesn't burn up and the scripture says talk about an aha moment. Um, The scripture says when Moses turned to pay attention to it, God revealed himself, which I've always wondered if he had not turned in that aha moment to this, God was giving him this aha moment, this experience. I wonder what God would have done. I don't know. I mean, the scripture doesn't say, but it says when he turned, God then spoke to him. I wonder how many times God wants to speak to us. In a quiet aha moment, when you're sitting maybe in the, the, the lazy boy chair in the evening and everything's kind of quiet, and it's like the spirit whispers into your ear something about something that needs to happen in your life, you know what I'm talking about. I think that's an aha moment. How do we respond in those moments? What do we do in those moments? What should we do in those moments? One thing. Listen. Listen. What is God teaching me, Doctor Randy? Here from Intentional Living. Let's uh, get back to the calls. Tara is in Missouri today. Hi, Tara. How are you?
0: Hi, I'm okay.
2: Appreciate your call. What's your one thing, Tara?
0: So I'm I'm disabled, and I have a I have a lot of issues, and actually had a had a very short life expectancy. My, you know, I should have according to, you know, the medical community died 10 years ago. Mm. And I'm still living. So praise God for mm. that. Um, but I have an extreme amount of pain mm. that they haven't been able to help me with. And it really, um, it knocks me out and I, and I can do very little. Mm. And I have these grandbabies I want to spend time with. And my husband we're in retirement age and we want to travel and do things and those things just aren't yeah. available right now. And so I spend a lot of time in prayer, but it but I realized that all my time in prayer is for me. Mm. And so I need to be more intentional about praying for my family because they struggle with how much they see me in pain and how they can't help me and so to pray for them that they can have peace about it that they don't worry about me that they're trusting that whatever it is god's got it whatever's going whatever's going to happen God's got it. You know,
2: Paul had Paul had an ailment
0: that God never healed. <laughs>
2: That's right. had yeah, throw the throwing in the flesh.
0: Was it was it because was it because he was he was wrong or because he was mad at him? No. We don't know why God healed him. He just didn't.
2: Mm. Hey, listen, Tara, we're wrapping up the show, but I'd like to pray with you. And for others today who would see that to say, hey, maybe My focus has been too much on me. I read something today where someone said, we need, instead of a self-help section in the bookstore, we need an other help section. (laughs) I thought that's pretty good. Helping others versus self-help. Father, I do pray for Tara. I pray for all who have called, those that didn't get through but are on hold uh, today, that to understand that the power of one thing can transform their life. It's your power. You are the one thing. As we keep you in focus I do pray for Tara that you give her encouragement on her challenge of one thing for her life as each of those who called today will find the same encouragement. And we do pray for our friends in Florida today who are facing this hurricane that's such a devastation that there'll be safety, opportunity for ministry in the hours afterward. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm Dr. Randy. I want to thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Jennifer and Joel and... uh, Gino on Facebook today, all of our Facebook friends. Thank you. And uh, Stephen, our producer, appreciate it. Uh, We'll be back again tomorrow with more Intentional Living, helping you figure out what pleases Christ and then do it for His glory and certainly your benefit. See you then.